0: Welcome to the Simply Amazing Ministries podcast. Our mission is to set free those that are bound. Tune in to Pastor Kevin C. Smith as he simply proclaims the amazing word of God. We hope you are blessed and set free by this podcast. To support this ministry and help us continue to reach people around the world, visit the link in our bio. We are Simply Amazing Ministries. And they won't mess with you just because they know who you are. But now you've got this new king that comes in, and he want to kind of flex his muscles. He didn't understand who Joseph was. So he comes in, amen, to try to make a name for himself. He said, okay, they're waxing mighty in the land. We're going to have to do something about this because if we don't do something about it, amen, amen, they're going to be as great as we are. So we've got to do something about this. Verse 9 said, And he said unto his people, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. And I want to let you know today, amen, that's the way the enemy sees you today, amen, because the enemy realizes that the word of God says, Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Amen. So God plus one, that's the majority. Or God alone is the majority. Either or, as long as I'm on his side, as long as you're on God's side, you will always be the majority. But that's what the king didn't realize. He said, so so we've got to do something about this because they're just increasing and increasing and increasing. So we've got to do something about these children of Israel. So he says in verse 10, he says, come and let us deal wisely with them, lest they multiply. So we've got to stop them from multiplying because they've got too much time on their hand. If we can't do something to occupy their time, amen, then the only thing they're doing is multiplying. They're increasing. So so now, that's why that's what the enemy does, amen. The enemy comes in against us, amen, and you begin to, you find yourself, amen, it seems like you're burdened down with more stuff. You're weighted down with this, you're weighted down with that. You don't really have time to praise and to worship and give God the praise. And the enemy really realizes that. So the enemy says, I've got to come up with a way. I've got to occupy their time. They've got too much time to be on their face praying to God. So I've got to occupy the time. So that's what the devil does, amen. He wants to occupy your time. He wants to keep you out of communication because he realizes, amen, that when praises go up, Blessings come down. So if I don't have time to praise him, then the enemy realizes that the blessings won't come down. And because God inhabits the praises of his people, if my people, if the people can't praise him, then God won't be in it. So that's what the enemy does. He says, Listen, this is what we're going to do. He says, Therefore, what he did, he said, Therefore, they set taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens. And they built for Pharaoh treasure cities. In other words, now, if the workload wasn't already hard enough, now they double the workload, they increase the workload. Have you ever felt to a place to where you've just asked God, God, when is this, God, listen, I don't think I can take anymore. God, enough, have you ever been in that place, amen, to where you just want to just throw in the towel, you just want to walk away and just say, look, I'm fed up with it all, God, I can't take it anymore. Well, that's what the enemy wants to do, amen. So that's what the devil wanted to do, amen. He wanted to cause the children of Israel, amen, to get to a place to where they said, you know what, we're supposed to be children of the king. Why is God allowing us to be tormented like we're being tormented? Have you ever been in that, have you ever questioned God, God, why am I having to go through the same thing over and over again? Well, it's because God is trying to get us to a place. God is trying to get you to a place in him, amen. God will allow you to go through some things, amen, to where you're going to know, amen, that it had to be God to bring you through it. Because if it was something that you could do on your own, amen, if, if the battles and the tests and the trials that we're going through now was something that we could get out on our own, there would be a lot of us not going through anything. So God has to allow us to go through some things, amen, just to let you know, amen, that it was me that brought you through it. So look what he does, amen. They begin to to afflict them. They begin to to put more burden on them the whole time. But look look what verse number 12 says. It says, but the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied, the more they grew, and they were grieved because of the children of Israel. There are a lot of people now walking around, amen, that are getting ready to watch God. God's getting ready to bless you right in the midst of your enemies. And your enemies already don't like you. So when God begins to bless you, they're really not going to like you. They're going to be flexed and they're going to be grieved every time you walk before their presence. You know how it is. They already think you think you more than them. That's the way people think. You can walk around minding your own business, and there are people that don't like you just because of the way you carry yourself. And now when God begins to bless you abundantly, amen, they're really not going to like you. They're going to be flexed. I'm telling you what God said. So this is what I'm getting ready to do for my people. We're in a season now, amen, to where we need to see the manifestation. We need to see the full manifestation of God manifested. It's one thing to talk about what God will do and what God's going to do. But, amen, now it's it's time. We're putting God on the spot. God, you said you were going to do it. Okay, God, now it's time for you to do what you said you were going to do. I've been through the test. I've been through the trials. Now, God, it's time for you to do what you said you were going to do. So that's what God says. So don't worry about the wait. Don't worry about the test. Don't worry about the affliction. Amen, because the more you're afflicted, the greater your outcomes gonna be. I'm gonna say that again. The more you're afflicted, the greater your outcome will be. And I know we don't like being afflicted. Nobody likes pain. Nobody likes to go through anything. But God said, this type of affliction, amen, is gonna gonna be what brings you your great blessings. Those are gonna be the things, amen, that you receive your blessings. Now as we begin to take a look back, now, now, now I'm going to tie all this back together, amen, as he begins to, to talk to Abraham, he tells Abraham, now Abraham, is, is going, he's been going through this, Oh so God says, Abraham says, okay, I'm, I'm, God, I'm, I'm, I'm this old, I'm already old, God, what do you mean that you're going to bless me with a seed? And, I, and I'm already past the seed, I, I, I'm old, I'm of old age, and you're talking about now that you're getting ready to bless me with a seed. So he questions him. Have you ever felt like, amen, that you begin to question God, amen, when God has promised you something? Because God promised Abraham that he was going to bless him with a seed, amen, and because the promise hadn't manifested, Abraham begins to question God. Have you ever had to question God, amen, concerning a promise of God? God has promised you something, and, and you begin to question God concerning this seed. God, you said you were going to bless me with this, God, but God, it hasn't happened yet. So there are a lot of us in the place today, amen. We're standing and we're sitting and we're waiting on the promise of God. But while you're waiting, what do you do while you're waiting? You begin to praise him and you begin to thank him, amen, just because of the promise. So this is what God does. Look at what God does here in Genesis chapter 15. He begins to cause a great sleep to fall upon Abraham. Because what, and what he's in, as I was researching the reason why he did this, he didn't, he didn't talk to Abraham while Abraham was awake. Because a lot of times when God tells us something, amen, if we're awake, amen, we begin, if somebody else gets a, a, a glimpse of, of what God is trying to do or what God is trying to say, amen, we begin to listen to all the outside noises and all the outside voices, amen, of what God has already told you that he was going to do. So he causes Abraham to fall asleep. Because now he can can deal with Abraham in his sleep. Has God ever had to speak to you, amen, or or come to you in a dream, and he begins to share things with you in a dream? It's because God wants to separate you from the outside world. He wants you to be, amen, to where, amen, that the only voice that you're going to hear is his voice. Because he wants you to hear it clearly. It's like saying, if, if God begins to speak to you while you're awake, amen. You've got all of you've, you. You've got the cares of the world. You have got all these things going on in your mind. Your mind is just cluttered. So, amen. So this great sleep, or or you know how it is when you're when you're dreaming, amen. You're, you're, it's it's peaceful, and and you you're you're asleep, so you're you're not you're not hearing all the the mumber and the grumbling and all these things that are going on on the outside. So he causes the sleep to fall upon him, and he begins to tell him the things that he's getting ready to do. Then he causes him to wake up. And now, now Abraham really, he realizes, okay, I understand now why I'm having to go through these things. And God wants you to know today, amen, that the reason that you're having to go through the things that you're going through today is that he's trying to get you to a set place. Because the set place is going to be where the miracle takes place. That's why I'm getting ready to bless you. I'm getting ready to bless you in the strange place. Your strange place. That's where I'm getting ready to bless you. A place where you didn't even think the blessing was going to come. That's where the blessing is going to come. I'm getting ready to bless you in a strange place. You didn't think you were ready to receive it because of everything that you were going through. So truly... The strange place is really where you want to be, amen, because that's where the blessing is going to take place. Because he would already promised them a land flowing with milk and honey. You just got to get there. In other words, he had told them, you know, if you, if, you, if you do the research, amen, God chose to take them through the wilderness, amen. There was an alternate route that they could have took that could have got them there faster. But God will allow you to go to certain things, amen. There's a process that God will take you through. He took them through this strange place for 400 years before he, before he decided to bless them. For 400 years, for 400 years were they tormented and afflicted. And then after this, after this, somebody said, after this, after this came the blessing. And 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 I want to look in the word afflicted. I look the word afflicted up, and I I, I, because I guess everybody knows what afflicted means. When when somebody attempts to afflict you, the word affliction is it's the state of being affected by something to cause pain or unhappiness, both physically and mentally. In other words, so what the enemy was trying to do, amen, the enemy was trying to drain you physically and he was trying to destroy you mentally. That's why they, you've always heard the term, amen, that the, the, battle mind, the battleground is in the mind because if you can, because if the enemy can take over the mind, then he can take over you. So that's why we're always got these different thoughts and thoughts. That's why you see thoughts of suicide and, and all of these things that's taking place, amen, because the battleground is in the mind. So if I can destroy you physically, now I can mess with you mentally. So those were the two, that those were the two grounds, amen, that the enemy tried to tries to attack. He tries to attack you both physically and mentally. That's what he said. But I like what David said. This is what David said. He said, it was good for me that I was afflicted so that I might know your statues. In other words, David said, God, I had to go through some things. But God, if I hadn't, had, if I hadn't been afflicted and I haven't went through the things that I went through, God, I wouldn't be able to say that you prepares the table for me in the presence of my enemy. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. God, if you, have, if you haven't afflicted me, God, I wouldn't be able to write that song. And there are a lot of us today, amen, amen, that will say, God, if I hadn't been sick, God, I wouldn't know that you could heal me. All of these things, so God, if you hadn't allowed me to be afflicted, God, I wouldn't know your statutes. God, so it was good for me that I was afflicted. And I understand if you if you read up in the Bible and you, and you search what the statues were, statues were decrees or a law established by God, which means that's a decree, that's a law that cannot and will not ever change. So God, I know your statue. So your statue says, listen, though the enemy should come in like a flood, Your statue or your decree says, but the spirit of God shall lift up a standard against him. That's a law. That's a decree. That will always take place, that every time the enemy comes in against me, that God, your spirit, is going to lift up a standard against him. So that's what we've got to look forward to, amen, being afflicted. So, yeah, it was good for me that I was afflicted so that I may know your statue. And as I was reading that, amen, God said yes, so I, because I didn't understand. And a lot of us have been in a strange place, and we didn't understand what we were going through. And God spoke these words to me, and he said, tell this to the congregation. He said, tell my people that you've got to go through just to get to. Amen, so you've got to go through some things to get to the place that God's trying to get you to go to. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, amen, you've got to go through to get to. So that's what this was all about. That's what this affliction for 400 years was all about. God says, listen, you've got to go through. So now, God, I understand. But God, if if you hadn't ever caused me to go into this strange place, God, now I understand. God, now I understand why I had to go through what I had to go through. Because, God, you were trying to get me to a place. You were trying to get me to a place in you, amen, a place to where you could bless me. God, you want to get me to a place, amen, go, God, you can bless me in the midst of my enemy, the midst of those ones that have hated on me, those ones, amen, that don't even like me. Because, God, your word says, and I'm going to close with this. Psalms 3419, it declares that many are the afflictions of the righteous. Many are the afflictions. So we're going to go through many. But the Lord, somebody say, but the Lord. But the Lord delivers them from them all. Amen, which means that everything that I've got to go through, every test, every trial that I've got to go through, yeah, I may be afflicted, it's okay, because many, are the afflicted. Amen. If, 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 listen, those of you that are not being afflicted, amen, I might, you might want to do a double take. You might want to do a retake because the Bible says many are the affliction of the righteous. But the Lord, amen, delivers him from them all. Amen. Come on and put those hands together. Listen, I'm done. Put those hands together and give God a great big shout of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give God the praise and we give God the glory. Listen, I, I thank God because, listen, what the enemy failed to realize, what the enemy failed to realize, what the enemy was really doing, the enemy really pushed me and he made me stronger. I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm the type of person, don't tell me that I can't do something. Because if you tell me I can, not I'm going to show you I can and that's the way the children of Israel was, amen. They were being afflicted. So just by increasing my workload, don't tell me that I can't do it because I'm gonna show you I can do it. And, and as I said before, the enemy, he, fo- listen, the enemy focused on two things. There were two things that the enemy focused on doing to the children of Israel. He focused on them physically, and he focused on them mentally. So what it was, the, uh, the afflictions were to drain you mentally and to drain you physically. But how many of you know that 2 Corinthians 12 and 9, I said Psalm 34 was going to be my last one. I got to share this one. Because the enemy, the enemy failed to realize this. 2 Corinthians 12 and 9 says, it says, for his grace is sufficient for me. And his strength is made perfect in my weakness. So what the enemy, when the enemy thought I should be weak, what I mean, what, what I was really doing, I was decreasing, and he was increasing. So that's what the enemy fails to realize. So when I'm weak, then am I strong. I just need you to open up your mouth and declare I'm strong. I'm strong today. Amen. I'm strong because his strength is made perfect in my weakness. I promise you I'm done. Come on, stand and put those hands together. And give God the greatest hand clap of praise you can give him on today. Listen, I promise you, people of God, today, amen, that God is getting ready to come and see about you and your promise. God said your promise is getting ready to manifest, amen. Those those of you that are waiting on God to do something, God said, listen, I'm telling you now, your promise, your promise, God's getting ready to release the promise. You've been through, you went through long enough, you've been through the fire. You've been through the storm and you've been through the rain. God says today, amen, God says today, I'm getting ready to release the promise. That very thing that God has told you that he was going to do in your life, God says I'm getting ready to release the promise in this place today. And we thank God. I thank God for the afflictions because, God, your afflictions, God, now it calls me to know. It causes me to know, God, that you are God. And above you, there is no other. And, God, we thank you. And we give you the praise. Now, Father God, we thank you today, God, for this word. God, we thank you, oh God, for speaking to your people on today, oh God. We thank you now, God, I pray, amen, that something was said in this service today, oh God, amen, that will cause your people, oh God, to increase, God, that will cause your people to push forth. And God, we pray today, oh God, that as the enemy has tried to drain us physically and tried to drain us mentally, God, I speak life and I speak strength, God, to every situation, every circumstance, God, everything that your people have got going on, oh God, and we speak blessings, God, we speak increase today, God, and we thank you now, God. I thank you, God, as you said in your word, oh God, that you was getting ready to release the promise. And, God, we thank you today, God, for the promise, getting ready to manifest in our lives, in our homes, God, in our families. God, you're getting ready to show up and you're getting ready to manifest. God, you're getting ready to flex your muscles. And, God, we thank you today, God, and we decree in this house today, God, that we are strong. And we give you praise and we give you the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen. Come on and put those hands together one last time and give God the very best praise you can give him. I'm done, amen, unless someone needs prayer or or anything, amen, we're going to ask, amen, if you're in the place today, amen, and you're not saved, amen, and you want to give your life to Christ on today, uh, we're going to give you that opportunity on today, amen, if you just need prayer, if you just need strength, whatever it is, is you need, amen, we just believe God on today, amen. If there's no one, amen, if you're in the house today, amen, and you're not a member of this church, amen, and you're saying, amen, that this is the place that I want to be, this is where I want to be, I, I, I want to be with family, I want to be with a place of love, this is where I want to be, amen, if you're here today, we're going to ask that you would come down, amen, amen, well, at this time, amen, we're getting ready to receive our offering on today, amen, we thank God, for, amen, once again, God, for another opportunity, amen, to sow in this house today, Amen, an uh, opportunity to give back to God, amen, a portion that uh, that God has shared with us on today, amen. So we want everyone to participate in this, whether it's your week to pay tithes, if not your week to pay tithes, amen, to give an offering or whatever it is that you have on today. We're going to ask that when you have that seed ready, that you would stand. Precious Father, we thank you and we give you praise and we give you the glory. God, we thank you once again, God, for a opportunity, oh God, to sow seed, oh God, in this into this place today, oh God, and God, we ask that you would bless, oh man, God, those that are getting ready to give, God, those that are getting ready to sow seed, oh God, amen, God, that you would bless the givers on today, God, God, even those, oh God, that have a heart to, to give, oh God, or desire to give, but they just don't have it on today, God, but we pray, God, that you would cause increase, oh God, to fall into their hands, oh God, and that they would be able to give on the next occasion, that God bless your givers, oh again, amen, God, a thousand times more, oh God, and we forever give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen. Thank you for tuning in and listening with us. Be blessed.